Well, hey everyone, and welcome to I'm Talking. It's uh, Impact's podcast where we have real, authentic, honest conversations. Thank you for the feedback. Honestly, people messaging, uh, it's been great. Appreciate the feedback. Keep being part of the conversation. Pass these podcasts around. We want them to be helpful. We want them to help all of us and our friends uh, take little steps forward in life. Today, we're talking about something I think we're going to get very personal. Uh, it's something that whether no matter where you are, no matter what age, no matter what stage, no matter what you're facing, no matter how you define, I guess, this current phase in life, it's something that we all actually can improve in. And today we're going to talk about leading yourself. Um, I'm here with a great friend of mine, Matt Jepson. Uh, he is... Uh, honestly, one of the most insightful people I personally know when it comes to people. So we are not experts, but Matt has uh, great experience with working with people. And I think this is a subject and some tools that I think we can all uh, apply and improve in it at work, at home, uh, in life every day. So we're going to talk about leading yourself. Matt, how are you? Firstly, uh, I'm doing good. I think I was saying on the way here, I've been le- listening to this podcast and I th- I think I'm the most unqualified person <laughs> you've had on here. Join the club. <laughs> I'm just faking but, uh, it. I'm faking <laughs> we're it. Just, we're just trying to yeah, do the best we can. But, uh, uh, that, and I was saying just before as well, it's so good to kind of see you do the intro and not be like an AI because I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> Hearing it in the ears and seeing you do it live. Yeah. Hello. Uh, welcome to <laughs> I'm Talking. <laughs> I would probably do a much better job. Oh, uh, man. And hopefully, yeah, it's all, um, everything's looking good now. So you are, you are married, you've got beautiful kids. Yeah, so just a little snippets about me, I suppose. Yeah, I've mar- been married since 2009. Still so, going. Excellent. Still well going done. somehow, well yeah, done. somehow. So, and uh, it just must be. Emma does say you're the perfect husband. <laughs> no faults, I... no flaws. <laughs> she would, She's pretty accurate when it comes to that. Uh, like... <laughs> And uh, yes, yeah, so, and three three beautiful girls, <clears throat> and oh, uh, so I stopped at one. You, you you went to three. I stopped at one. The estrogen just keeps rising in our <laughs> household. I just it's a I'm fighting a losing battle when it comes True. to that. So, um, but you know, I love my girls, love mm-hmm. them, and uh, part of obviously part of our impact team here and looking after the pastoral care uh, team, and also like by trade, I have my own business um, yep. as an electrician. So it's good to kind of for me. Uh, not just be in the church bubble. Yes. Sometimes that can happen. And I love that about our church as well, because we have businesses, we have the gym, we actually are engaging with the community. And so I- Burst the bubble. Burst, yeah. I I really like engaging with people and being being in that awkward thing where you go to work on Monday and like, oh, what did you do on the weekend? (laughs) You know, because it's like, well, I know if I don't want to have a conversation with someone, I can say, (laughs) well, I was at church and it shuts down straight away. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, but it's good to be that. And you, you- Open those those conversations to have with people about, you know, not just about your faith, but, you know, okay, how does, how does that all work? Totally. So yeah. I, I like being in those awkward situations and those conversations. <laughs> so, it, you know, it does grow you. You can avoid it, but it, it's good to, you know, be that bridge connection for people because all they have for reference sometimes, you know, is, you know, what they hear on TV. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> And it so. is such a reliable source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that social media. So great. we're talking about leading yourself. Um, you have some great. You've done training in this. You, I know you have observed over. You, you've been a past. We've been pastors for what 10, 15, 20 years. Yep. Uh, so we've worked with people a lot, seen people a lot, um, seen the good, bad, and ugly of people's choices. 
And I think something that has emerged from, uh, emerged recently is just this such clarity and focus and appreciation for, um, understanding ourselves in order to lead ourselves, that it's not just behavior. It's got to go so much deeper than that. Hey, what do you think about that? Yeah. So we, I have a passion to see people thrive. And so to do that, you really have to understand people. Yes. Uh, and we've said this, well, I'm not a professional psychologist or anything like that, but I do, I am fascinated with people's behavior and I'm fascinated with why people do things. And it gives you, if you can get into people's shoes and understand them, it gives you grace for them and it gives you a bit of passion, empathy. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Like, why they're doing the things they do. Well, maybe I would be doing them if I was abused as a kid. Yes. You know, so there's those, we want to deal with the, the behavior, but you got to look at the root rot. And so <clears throat> I think as you can do that and people can kind of get to that and remove that or, uh, work with that, you actually see them start to flourish more when you have that self-awareness, yep of why you do things, not just dealing with behavior modification and leaving the trauma there or leaving whatever that thing is there. I want to see people be at their best and operate at their best. And so to do that mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you've got to deal with the internal things. Yeah, I like what you said about root rot because root rot and root health is not something that is actually – usually, um, postable and, uh, celebrated. And, uh, and so it's, it's usually something that is not a priority. What's well, definitely not a priority on social media and, and, and in general conversation, but those inner deeper, uh, spaces of healing and progression and improvement and reprogramming. Um, I just think, I think pe- people, I know I do, but people avoid going there because it is slower. It is riskier. It is um, v- vulnerable. It is sort of like you do usually have to go into, I guess, a place of uh, hiding or hospital to actually deal with some stuff. Mm. And and because of that, um, it, it, it can sometimes be easy to avoid that and just skip to, I'll, I'll try to look better. I'll try to behave better. I'll try to be a better worker, be a better owner, be a better husband, wife, be a better this, 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 without actually dealing with what produces that. And then you don't have to fake it. Then you don't have to strive it. Then you don't have to manufacture it. It can actually be genuine and authentic. Mm. Well, yeah, people mask really well. So you don't know what people are really going through. And the reason why yes. I think people do mask, like social media is great. People want things to look the best to, to maybe hide pain or whatever it is. But yeah. the reason why people, one of the reasons I've seen why people don't want to bring that mask down anymore, bring that wall down mm. and see who they, to see who they really are and be vulnerable is most likely they have done that and they've been hurt. Yes, And so yep. now it's like a coping mechanism, like, no, I'm not going to let anyone close yep. and see who I'd rather just keep the wall up. It's easier for you just to think I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, and I'd rather, I'd rather suffer in my pain. Cause I know that rather than let the walls down and let someone get close. Uh, and maybe actually enjoy that. Actually, Brene Brown says something interesting. She said, you cannot selectively numb your emotions. So it's like, if you're going to put a wall up yes. or you're going to maybe even take medication to whatever it is, it's like you won't just numb pain or you won't Everything just numb hurt. You'll numb joy. Uh, yeah, You'll numb yeah. 
creativity. You'll numb all that. So it's similar with our relationships. You're going to put walls up and keep people out. Mm -hmm. It's you're going to actually lose not just the bad things of people, yes. what they could do to you. Beginning, yes. You're going to lose the all the good things you could experience as well. So yes. it is a double-edged sword, but you also, when you allow people in, I'm not saying you have to let everyone in because you do need to guard your mental health totally. and, and choose who you do let yep. in. Yeah. But I think it's like you get the best out of life when you decide to make yourself vulnerable with the right people. Yeah. So as you've done your, like you've done study courses, explored this, maybe can you, can you talk about some of the light bulb moments for you that you went, oh, when I heard that language, that really shed some light on who I am. That really helped either reprogram or enlighten myself and my wife and others about who I am. Can you share maybe a little you know, yeah. One, one sure. particular light bulb moment that you're like, oh, I was, I, I couldn't describe why I was like this or how I was like this. All of a sudden, now I realize. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the biggest things that people want to do is change who they are, rather than just um, understanding the way they work and then working with that. So one of my things is I have a predisposition for negativity sure. and seeing the glass half full. Emma, so, Emma said that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, well, she wouldn't, she's probably not to embarrass me, but she would, yeah, she does see I'm the joking, like, Emma, I'm joking. The ugly. She's like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, just, I can have that negative kind of thing. And so I've had to really learn that for me, life isn't what I make it. Because as I mean, mm -hmm. there's, you can make decisions to make life, and, but there's a lot of things out of our control. So life isn't what I make it. Life is how I take it. So how do I respond yeah. to things that happen to me? Because I, the only thing I can really control is myself. Yeah. And so how I respond to that. And so I've also discovered with me, it's whatever gets my attention gets me. So if I look the bad and look at the bad and the ugly yeah. and the negative, yeah. man, yeah. that can cause me to spiral. But if I, there's always going to be something beautiful. There's always going to be something positive in a situation. Yes. Um, if at all there isn't, then don't say a thing because it's like what you express outside, you actually, yes. uh, make exponential negatively. So yeah. it's actually just, you know, not complaining so, to press you on this. So if you, yep. Light bulb, I've, I've, I realize, okay. I realize today I've got a predisposition towards negativity. So that's what, uh, what is that? What do you do with that? So someone can, we read these things, read these posts, read these books, and you can get that sort of language. I think the next step is what I've watched you be very good at is not just the definition, but the, uh, using that as a tool, mm. you know, so can you speak into that? How does someone take, yep, I'm like this, I'm a action Jackson kind of person, or I'm a really heartfelt emotional person, or I'm a deep thinking person. Great. That language, that definition is good, but I think it's it gets a real goodness when it helps us. Yes. Yep. Okay. So for me, as I said, whatever gets my attention gets me. So whatever I focus on mm -hmm. gets bigger. So I've learned, now this isn't for everyone, and I, I I go through seasons of probably going back to it, is is meditation. And all meditation is, yes. is fixed attention. Yes. So a dedicated time, and that could be, doesn't have to be an hour, it could just be five, ten minutes yes. of quietness, of actually thinking of something intentionally. Yeah. yeah. And actually just blocking out the noise of what, well, like you've had the digital media podcast, blocking out the noise of all the junk. That's so, the world is so noisy and it isn't amazing how many things want our attention. There's like, like a million things that yeah. want 
our attention, but we've got to learn to actually focus that in because it's like, man, your brain, well, my brain, some people have what they call a TV radio mind. So you just repeat things over and over. So if you let the wrong things in or you focus on the wrong things or you remember a hurt, you can just replay that thing over and over. And before you know, you've spiraled down and you get to the end of the day and you're anxious, miserable, you're moody, you're depressed because you've actually allowed a replay of hurt and pain yeah. rather than something positive, which then that can. I got a, can I give you a great example? My, yes. My, uh, when my wife, Tam, got pregnant, she got critically ill for the whole pregnancy and like, like transfusions every day, like it was critically sick. And so she's lying there. She's a deep thinker. So she has that, uh, can, can. You know, re- she replays, 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 and can have that. And um, someone su- started talking to us about uh, the power of meditation, the importance of intentional thinking, still mm. taking responsibility for focusing your thinking, still stilling your thinking. Mm. And for her, because she couldn't do anything or go anywhere, she was bedridden, they talked to her about um, coloring in. Mm. And we went and got all these adult coloring in books. And I got an adult coloring in books and a bunch of pencils and textures. And for nine months, she just colored in, in bed and mm. in our bedroom. And it was like a game changer. And you go, well, that in of itself, what is it? But it, it was a recognition of, honey, this is your personality, which isn't bad. It's no. just, uh, it, it, as you understand, this is your strengths. This is the blind spots. This is what, what you, on the good days and the bad days, this is how you respond. Here's a tool mm. to actually help that. And so we exited this pregnancy with one fantastic baby and a whole lot of calorie, a whole lot of art. <laughs> Which would probably set you up for the art. As and as a much as... happier wife. <laughs> and a, but, you know, but it's true. Like that great, exactly that example of not, of, of as we gained understanding of t- per, tem- temperament, personality, the way we're wired okay, we can do something with that now. Mm. And that, and exactly meditation, exactly that stillness. And I think it is about taking responsibility, uh, uh, beginning with understanding, then res- taking responsibility and then taking action. Yeah. And that's the big thing in today's society is that no one wants to take responsibility for their own life. It's, it's that blaming thing. And look, I, I get that because maybe there was an injustice that happened to you, but the problem is, one, sometimes one injustice then can steal the next 10 years of your life. Yes. And so how do you want to live? Do you want to live miserable? Do you want to live in all that? Because you can't change that one event. Yes. That's there in the past. It's happened. So now, again, life isn't what you make it. So how are you going to take that now? What are yes. you going to do with that? Yes. And because you don't want it to ruin the rest of your life. And you, you do see that. And it's, again... It, it is sad and tragic, but you can have someone, you know, that's 50 years old and it's like something happened when they're 15, but they're still daily, yeah. you know, in that. It's and, def- it's defining, it's leading them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you, you don't want to be led by your, like emotions. They say emotions make a great slave, but a terrible master. And mm. so you want your emotions to follow you, but the process of learning how to do that just takes time. And again, another dynamic of our society is we, it's instant gratification. Yeah. Yeah. To learn to change your mind, even I think secular psychologists and uh, neuroscientists say that to, to create a new neuro pathway, it can take about a year mm. just for one lie or just for one wrong belief system. Yes. You know what I mean? So it takes time. You've got to give your, you got to give it patience. You've got to give it time. It is like learning a new language. Yes. Um, just because you don't get it in a month or two months or three months doesn't mean 
it's wrong. Mm. It just takes time to build a new habit. And, um, and you, you just got to be patient with that. And so that's what I found. I mean, I've been, I think it's taken, I'm a little bit of a slow learner, but it's, it's yeah, taking same. me honestly to really get this where I'm free. Yeah. About 10 years. Yeah. Because there's a lot of wrong belief systems that yeah, I had. Yeah. So. I think, um, like what I watch about people is, um, one of the challenges and, and, and then, and I think therefore one of the reasons we don't change is because if we change, things have to change. Mm. So we've, uh, like I've been hurt, you know, things happen in my past and okay, the light bulb goes on. I get understanding. Cool. That's my, that's my battle. That That's my thing. All right. Now I want to take responsibility. Cool, 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 cool. But now I want to, now if I need to take action, it means that the defense mechanisms, the relationships, the rhythms of my work and life and relationships that avoid and protect all that pain and, 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 and all the, th the things that I've built around that pain now have to change. Mm. And that is a very vulnerable process. Well, and there's also, I think, rewards in being a victim. Speaking you know, of that, what do you mean by that? So it's like, because that sounds fantastic if there are rewards. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's no benefits to changing because it's like, well, now I actually have to take ownership of my stuff and it may, but before I didn't have to do anything and I just got attention and I got, you know, Carol, I'm sorry that happened to you. That sucks. Yada, yada, yada. You get, you're actually getting a bit of a need met. You're getting attention. You're getting, you're getting people stroke that like, oh, I'm so sorry. And so it's like, you actually, but it's actually still because of that pain. And it's because of that pain. So the pain so, still is, is in charge. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, well, why? Like, I don't like it, but it's actually now what the other thing that happens, it becomes your identity. Mm. This is who I mm. am. And so that's like that, that, that shift to be like, okay, well, that's not who I am. And that means if I'm not who I am, I'm not going to get people, you know, um, sopping over me. It's like, oh, then I'm not going to, what does, what does a new life look like that hasn't been like that now for 10 years? Yeah, if that's no longer my identity. Mm. That's the, that's the, both the, the risky, the scary, but the opportunity conversation then. Yeah. And in, in some instances it might mean in some, in some scenarios, people might not have to work because of whatever the was going on in their life. Mm. But now if they move forward, they want to self-improvement, they want to work on themselves. They could get to, well, does that mean I have to go back to work? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yes. I mean, there's that, there's that one part of the reality too. Mm. It's like, oh, well, as I said, there's benefits that you get from just sometimes living in your mess and living in your pain. Yeah. So there is a dynamic to that, which I understand, but it's, you can't help that I've found as well as in pastoral care or in church, you can't help people that don't want to be helped. So that's a hard thing. Sometimes it's like people yeah. have to realize they need help within that. Yeah. And um, I think, I think like, yeah, it, very true. Like, you know, we've both had thousands of coffees over the years, like thousands of you know, chaplaincy or counseling or helpful coffees with people. And I, you know, sometimes the coffee is the best bit of the conversation because you can tell this person doesn't, this person doesn't want this, doesn't want this help, you know? Um, um, I think that, um, something that is important is that a lot of our, a lot of our identity and things can stem from pain but the message can't be, uh, okay, that was the pain. Let's move on. That is actually not, it, it, 
you know, I, th I think that people can sometimes think with these sorts of processes or conversations that it's like, yep, cool, pain, tick, Wh whatever happened, yep, cool, let's move on. And it, it's actually got to be a very much an appreciation and, and understanding of the real legitimacy and the, it is it, it is often very real, legitimate, deep pain mm. that the message isn't yet get over it, that the message is, no, no, understand it. Uh, it is... It is, it's never should have been done to you. You didn't deserve it. And because of that, don't let it define you. Yes. Um, but actually allowing a sense of um, understanding and empathy of, and if you're listening today, I know there would be people listening who have had in, incredibly, incredibly deep evil things done. And we don't, I think it's important that you never feel like anyone is cheapening your pain but also understanding that never let that pain define and decide who you'll be. Yes. Y yeah. You don't want to dismiss how people feel because yes. that's very legitimate. Yes. And so that's definitely, I found with helping people, it's like, oh, yep. Okay. And then just giving them solutions. No, you actually got to walk with people in their pain. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to rush, but I, I have found sometimes one of the great examples of probably dealing with pain and mm. moving through things is like we often, our house gets a lot of, we live um, near like national park. So we've got a lot of spider webs. It's just almost daily. You have to mm -hmm. get the, rid of the spider webs, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just constantly doing that. And then we got, you know, a, a pest inspector out, sprayed the house and, you know, there's no more, you know, maybe yeah. next six yeah. months we have to do it again. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I don't have to get rid of the cobwebs on a regular basis. And sometimes it's like that with our pain. We're constantly working on the cobwebs, but we just need it. Like we talked before, you need to get rid of the spider. You need to get to the yeah. root rot. You know what I mean? So yes. what is that thing? Yes. And it's actually taking time with people. Because sometimes people actually don't know what that lie is or what that root rot is. Mm. We've band-aided and we can, you know, we're getting rid of the cobwebs and that behavior, but it's, you know, what is causing that? And so... It's walking with people with that. And you can only do that with people that kind of, you can't leave where you are until you admit where you are. Yes. So it's actually like, it's, it's, we're not brushing over it. Okay. This is where we're at. Yeah. And then you can help someone with that and then it's okay. And then it's just having those conversations. Um, but again, you don't want to over whatever period, if you, if you catch up with someone yeah. for six, eight, seven, eight coffees over a couple of months, mm. you don't want to be by the end of it still talking about the cobwebs. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, we want to be able to move forward because we don't want you to leave you in your mess. We want to, we want to, okay, yep, you're in that. Yeah. But we don't want you to be there forever. Yeah. We want you to yeah. to flourish in the best mental, emotional, spiritual, yes. physical health that you yes. can have. And it all starts with how you think. Yeah. So Matt, people who are listening today who are like, yep, okay, I am on the cusp of, I've just had her, I'm on the cusp of a light bulb moment about, okay, I am wired this way. I am um, predisposed this way, um, what would you encourage them to do? What, what would be some first steps or first changes to start taking responsibility, to start a journey? And yes, it should be long. It should be a, it, it shouldn't be an overnight thing. We want to deal with the root rot. We want to be deep. So what are some steps today that people could take? Um, the temptation I've seen for people is one, if they have a light bulb moment or whatever it is, is now to pendulum swing the 
all the other way and just be like, I'm going to, I'm fully changed or I'm, yep, I see it, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, like, oh, the eyes open. But then what happens, that can be just an emotional excitement or an mm -hmm. emotional hive. Like, oh, wow, they see how they operate. Like, oh. And as far as you go good in that, you can swing back the other way, you know. And yeah. so the good thing, I suppose, about being self-aware is actually what you've got to recognize is life still happens. Yes. And you're probably still going to have triggers. Yes. And you're not always going to get it right. And so that's okay. So your coping mechanisms, your coping mechanisms that have always been there and helped you mm. are still there. And it's probably learning to go to them less. Um, yes. So what, and especially if they're destructive to your, your, your health, like really, you know, we have extremes of what those are, but we also have just, you know, light things as well. But it's like, okay, when a trigger happens, mm. half the battle is being aware of the trigger and seeing that, oh, in the past, I know if I go now to, mm -hmm. you know, a block of chocolate, a bottle of alcohol, mm -hmm. whatever it is, mm -hmm. that's going to numb the. So now it's like recognizing the trigger and then actually not going to those addictions or whatever it may be to cope with the pain, but actually, yes. okay, I've just got to walk through this. Yeah. Can I add as well, you know, like you, you talk with people, you have a, you have a conversation with someone and they go, yep, I, I've had this light bulb. I want to not do this. This is what, I, this is the thing I want to change. And four, five, six days going well, day number seven, oops, relapse or, you know, whatever. Mm. Yep. Picked up the Cadbury again. And I would encourage people to go, look, that is not, that doesn't mean you're back at ground zero. No. You've taken the fact that you're aware, the fact that you are tackling it is already such enormous steps. You are not back to, you don't have to, you know, double up to just, you know, make up for lost time. No, no, just start again. Every day is another day. Every hour is another hour. And it presents itself with opportunities for today. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, that's exactly right. Cause people think, oh, I failed at this again. Yes. This, or this isn't working. And so no, no, no. It's just, okay. <clears throat> you're on a journey yeah. of actually building another habit, building another neural pathway of where to go to instead of the old one. But the old one's so powerful. It's like, it can be triggered I by know, smells. Man. It can yeah. be triggered by yeah. whatever it is, you know? So it's actually, there's always a window I found of like, okay, well, I don't need to go to that. Mm. And it's like, there's a, there's a probably a 30 to 60 second window yes. of a trigger <clears throat> and reacting right or responding right rather than like, oh, okay, I'm just going to cover this up. Yeah. Yeah. I've grown, I've grown up, um, with some language around me of, uh, rec uh, recognize, reject, replace. And it, it's the, it's for that moment, like recognize it, reject it and replace it. Like, and, and, um, that's, I've grown up with that mantra, like as, a um, someone who's spoken to me has really gave me that one day as a tool. I'm like, I just feel like I'm just always doing the wrong stuff. And he's like, Hey, Phil, we all do. Mm recognize it, reject it and replace it with what you do want to do. Replace it with right thinking, replace it with the right steps. You know? Yeah. That's actually a really great little thing to have. Cause those little things sometimes are, are great to hold on to. You can't remember maybe all the, the fancy lingo or whatever it is, but yep. recognize, reject, replace. That's awesome. You know, you can't, was it, you know, life's not what you make it. Well, that's not what you make. It's how you take it. I just feel like we're very proverbial in this, <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> all the, there's those little ditties or those little sayings where you can take away, you know what I mean? It's, that's helped me, like, just mm, not Matthew, having to memorize a book, you know? Yeah, like. Matthew says, <laughs> I'm talking says, a bird, in, a bird in the hand is worth two in the... It's like... <laughs> 
Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, the proverbs of I am talking. Uh, it's right. I've only got one. I can't think of literally any more sayings today, but <laughs> I will. That's, that's okay. Um, so I think today, I think what we've spoken into is the fact that um, it is about those light bulbs. It is about res- taking responsibility. It is about taking action. It is about understanding that it's, it's got to go. I, I, I know everyone listening would have moments of like, I am just sick to death of this, of just trying, 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 behavior, behavior, behavior. And really actually on the other, on the other side of this courageous, risky process of, of actual deep understanding and healing is actually authenticity, is actually rest, is actually peace, is actually a sense of, I am not faking it. I am not striving. I am not manufacturing. I'm not having to prove, but I'm actually coming from a place of calm, a place of identity, a place of, um, authenticity. I'm not here to impress anyone. And all of us, if we're honest, would go, that's a great way of living. That's a great way of sleeping. That's a great way of relating to people. And people will get my best. Uh, people will get the best version of me if I come from that place. Yeah, that's, we, we operate best. We don't, we don't deal well with inner conflict or, or we don't operate well from inner chaos. We actually really operate best from inner calm. Yes. But to, but to do that, you do need to, you know, address things in your life. And, um, I was going to say it's, I mean, not as a, I suppose a Christianese thing, but we yeah. see in the, even in, in the Bible, yeah. most people know the story of the, the children of Israel coming out of Egypt and Pharaoh and Moses, yeah. you know, it was a lot easier for God to get the children of Israel, Israel out of Egypt, but it took him 40 years to get Egypt out of the children of Israel, yeah. you know? And so we've got to learn to, <clears throat> there is something we need in our lives. Like our soul really is like a stomach. It needs to be fed. Yes. But what are you feeding it? You know, you can't just have nothing in there. Sometimes we just want to stop the junk food, stop the coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. stop those things. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you're not just a, a, a vacuum. You're not just, you can't live empty. You do yes. need something there. So you but like you said, recognize, replace. Reject. Reject and replace. So yes. it's, yeah, you got to, you got to replace it. Yeah. So it's, it's just finding the right thing that's healthy for you. Yes. To replace it with. Yes. And so, um. I don't know why we went down that, but yeah, you got to you got to learn to to recognize what that is yeah. and replace it. Yeah, no, fully. So if you're listening today and this really does, I think, connect with you, I, I'd encourage you start today. Do do start to actually go down this road today. If you need to get counselling, if you need to have coffee, if you need to speak to someone, get a friend. Say, look, I'm wanting to unpack this. You get a coach. Get what whatever it is. Uh, I know that the impact community is a very healthy community. Our, our core values are belong, believe, become, belong. You do have family. You're not on your own. Um, believe speaks to your belief system and become means like Matt's talking about, about thriving, that we want to be a community where you can belong, you can believe, and you can become. And I think that, that all of us can take those steps. And no matter how, no matter how hurt you are, there's always hope. No matter how in pain you are, you can take steps forward. There is a way forward. And, um, and I'd encourage you to start today, Matt, thank you so much. You're a legend. Thank you for having me on. You are very wise. 
<laughs> for an unqualified. That's right. <laughs> no, uh, but seriously, you're amazing understander of people and encourager of people. And uh, I'd hear like to, um, if anyone wants coffee, a- anyone listening to this podcast, Matt, I hereby nominate Matt <laughs> as uh, coffee, a uh, counselling coffee. It'll be a brilliant time. He's the, he's the best. So. First session's free. <laughs> Four dollars fifty for an almond <laughs> latte. Um, uh, I got distracted by the coffee talk. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks everyone. Lead yourself, take the steps, and and we're all got a great future. Uh, I'm talking. Me is our website. Uh, anything and all things I'm talking and impact can find out there. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on I'm Talking. If you want to find out more, check out our website, impactc.me. We'll see you next time.